The following is brought to you by the Social Suplex Podcast Network. You're listening to the Ricky and Claude Wrestling Show. Listener discretion is advised at all times. Thank you once again for downloading and listening to another episode of the Ricky and Clive Wrestling Show. My name is Clive. I'm joined by Ricky. Hello, Ricky. Good evening. How are you doing? I'm good, thank you. And we have some old friends back with us tonight, just in time for WrestleMania. Hello, JR. Hello, guten Tag to all my friends in Germany. <laughs> and hello, Barry. Hello and good evening, everybody. Welcome back. So... As we've mentioned, this is a go-home show, but I have to give you a wee bit of caveat that we are recording this a week early due to holiday commitments and stuff like that, so I won't actually be available for a podcast the actual week of, the week before WrestleMania. So this is going to be a a WrestleMania preview slash predictions show. We are under no illusions that things could change quite drastically on the Raw and SmackDown before WrestleMania, but... You can listen to us just now and laugh back and think they're a pair of idiots. They're a bunch of idiots for saying things that were not obviously the case. As far as I'm aware, there are 14, a ridiculous 14 matches scheduled for WrestleMania. So we're just going to get started. No small talk tonight. Let's get tore into it. We'll talk about and predict and preview the Women's Battle Royale. Ricky, would you like to go first? Do you have any expectations for this at all? Um, other than I, can, other than, like, I enjoy Royal Rumbles slash Battle Royals, um, regardless of what the what the quote unquote prize is for it. But that's the only reason why I'm interested because I just generally do like watching those kind of matches. But like, if it's going to be treated like the Andre the Giant, then why should anyone really care? So it's it's a nothing match for me really, but like I say, I I, I watch it, and I, I'll kind of enjoy it just purely because I like those kind of matches. Uh-huh. Jr. Um, we have what looks like it's going to be a vehicle for a Sasha versus Bailey feud. We've been there since the beginning in NXT, followed these girls from the start. Do you think this is what's going to happen? I really hope so. Um, I mean, it's been a fucking slow burner for a really, really long time. They've been how long have they been teasing this for? Seriously, a bit too long, I think. Um, Sasha should have been turned like many moons ago, regardless if it was to to build up for this Bailey feud, because um, she's just she just works so much better there. So, I man, hopefully, and I I would really, really want to get that. Barry. You excited for the women's battle royal at all? Ah, pretty good because the first ever women's battle royal, the Royal Rumble was pretty good. So I'd imagine this will be not as equal as good, but it'll still be a good match. But if I'm honest, if it's on the pre-show, I'll probably miss it. So I don't plan on sticking that on. No. It's just too much wrestling for the one night for my liking to try and stay awake for anyway. So, um, but if I was to predict, then it would happen. I would imagine it would come down to Sasha and Bailey to be honest with you. Other than that, I'd be quite surprised if at the end and then. Aye, uh, it's, it's the only. 
It's the only thing that's going on for me that has any of my interest. It's Sasha versus Bailey. So hopefully this gets at least at least five minutes towards the end where they can just get to have a match together. Look, for me, I don't think it will be in a pre-show because because it is the first ever women's battle royal at WrestleMania. So for that, I'm I'm kind of expecting it to be on the main show, uh, the main card. Sorry, I stand corrected. Actually, I, I actually said that myself. It would be the Andre the Giant that's in the pre-show. And and I, and I hate... Because it's the first ever one that'll be on the yep. main show. Yep. They'll still be able to like mix it up. So regardless of where it comes, like it'll be it'll be decent. I, I really like the the pre-show. Like uh, before before Mania starts, I, it gets me so fucking pumped for it. Who's your pick then, Drea? For this uh, women's battle royale, mm-hmm. oh, fuck predictions, fuck. <laughs> um, so I Sasha. Are you going for Sasha? Aye. Barry? Um, I think it's a tough one. Sasha's been unlucky a few many years recently, so aye, I'll go with Sasha as well. Ricky? Hey, I'll go Bailey. Good lad, I've went for Bailey as well. I think we'll see Sasha go full heel. I know she attacked Bailey in Raw this week, one of the better segments on Raw this week, I think. Um, but that's a feud that will continue over the next couple of months and I think it will start it off with Bailey winning the Battle Royal and it will get Sasha really jealous and she'll just go crazy. She'll probably win the overall feud, but I think Bailey for the win. So we are split in opinion there. Next up is the men's Battle Royal, which as you all probably believe will be on the men's, uh, sorry, on the pre-show. Guys, I couldn't, I really couldn't care less about this at all. Has it ever had a, a real consequence? Even when Baron Corbin like won it, and you know he's like lauding that trophy about, thinking he's the fucking, he's the best cunt ever. Uh, it just it doesn't go anywhere. It needs to mean something. I don't think it does. I've went for a random prediction just because I'm going to give ten points to whoever gets this one right, and I've also put five points for the women's battle royal. But ten points if for me. Apollo Crews wins the Andre the Giant Battle Royal. Fuck, <laughs> <laughs> oh, I'm gonna, I'm gonna go for what is it? Is it Axel? Oh, Fucking one of the Mister Ash. Cut this Axel. Aye, uh, cut this Axel. He won. Okay, that's just as random as Apollo Crews, so you won't hear any complaints from myself. Ricky. Uh, I'm. I will go Broken Matt Hardy, or Woken Matt Hardy, sorry. Oh, good shout, good shout. And Barry? Well, you bet me to it. That's who I was going to go for as well. Um, don't really care much about the match, but it was announced there on Monday in Raw, so I, I, I would agree, Matt Hardy. That's fine. Right, so, just a wee sort of behind-the-scenes thing. Vicky, you decided on the match order for us to talk about tonight. Mm-hmm. Right, and you've put the cruiserweight third. Mhm. Is that a dig at me? Oh, fuck no. <laughs> fuck's sake, two o five. Not at all. Right, do you because, get? Because before you say anything, this if if they're given say fifteen, say twenty, a push right. 
that inc- that's twenty, including the the entrances, right? This really could be match of the night. Mm-hmm. It really, really could. Um, obviously, you know, I don't fall, religiously follow two hundred five. I have been watching the um, the tournament thus far. For me, from the outset, it did seem like this was going to be the match. And I know you tweeted out or you put on Facebook or something you thought it should have been Mustafa Ali and, and um, Drew Gulak. Yep. And I kind of agree. I enjoy their match. But I think, like I said, for me, it's not a dig at you because I genuinely believe that if they're given the right, right amount of time, this truly could be one of the top three matches of the night. I agree. But... I have a, I have a, I have a feeling that they're going to put this on the pre-show, which is a bit of a shame. Well, I'm under no illusions that it probably will be in the pre-show, and it doesn't bother me because I was just kind of yanking your leg when I was getting on at you there. Because I think it is, in terms of importance of the overall card, is quite low. I follow it avidly, but so I will go out of my way to watch it, and I'm going to make a bold claim. I don't know if everyone has been watching 205 religiously for the last wee while but if you look at the rest of the card right each one each match's build has had a wee stumbling block here or there I think the build to the Cruiserweight final has been the, the best booked build to a Wrestlemania match out of the lot of them would anyone like to counter that? The two, sorry, did you say the, the Cruiserweight's been the best build? Yep. I think... Um, it's been flawed. There hasn't been anything bad about it at all. So in terms of just consistency... I think, I, think, I think what helps it is the fact that it was a tournament-style format and a lot of people enjoyed that. And you do generally kind of enjoy it. Um, so in that, in that sense, they had that in its favour. Um, I have enjoyed the Brock and Roman build, even though it's quite obvious what kind of angle they're pushing here and why they're pushing it. Um, I've, I have, I've also enjoyed the SmackDown uh, tag title um, build as well, but no, like, it's hard to argue that this has probably arguably been, been the best build, but I think in part because you got that tournament, it's lasted about a month or so, and it, and it seems it's just it's built momentum mm-hmm. uh, each week, so yeah, but I'm, you're not going to get too many arguments for me, to be honest. Who would you have? They really need to give this match like a fucking a good time, though, because like last year they gave what Neville and Aries did they give him them a proper amount of time? They did give them a good amount of time. It's just that it was I the very first match. match. That's all. Yeah, the placement, the placement will hurt. But I think that this actually, if this is on the pre-show, I'll definitely be tuning into it. Definitely, man. Mm-hmm. Who's for your... me, for me, it's got to be like the last match of every pre-show, though. Yes. yes, because that at that point, the entire arena is full, the stadium is full, and it'll almost feel like it is on the main card because there'll be so many people in it. Because, in part, the problem what last year was that a lot of people were still coming in, and it literally was half full. So, like you said, placement on of this match is key because they deserve it because it's been. It, 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 a lot of people bought back into it, even though, even though the actual product and the some of the match quality hasn't exactly been like better than it had been in the past. It's just, I think a lot of people are now were not too enamoured with the previous champion, and that was a big problem for a lot of people. Mm-hmm. 
Barry, have you got any input at all? I'm not. I don't think you watch 205 Live that much, so it's understandable if you do. Aye. <clears throat> no, that's right. I'll just be as professional as I possibly can, but I don't watch it at all. But just through hearing and reading stuff, it does seem as if during the time I should be able to actually tune into it. But um, no, I think this unfortunately will be in the pre-show this match, and it probably will only get about ten minutes. I think fifteen <laughs> max. Uh, and I don't actually think it would disagree. I don't think it will close the pre-show hitting because looking through the rest of the card, I don't think you'll fit 12 into the main card either. So I've got a secret suspicion there's a third match going to be enforcing in the pre-show. One of the surprise packages, actually. Close the show. I've looked through the rest of the card and I can't even pick one. So it's going to be enforcing for somebody. Like they done with Ambrose Corbin last year. Aye. Tags on maybe the US, I think. So the problem... The problem with the US, right, it's not a problem, is for me there's not a chance in hell Randy Orton's going to be on a pre-show. I know, that's, exactly that's right. like That's like one of the absolute biggest names in the industry. He's not going to be on a pre-show, I don't think. And that's, uh, I would normally agree with that comment, but I just don't think it's going to be Randy. I think it is going to be the Cruiserweights and the Men's Battle Royal. I think we're going mm-hmm. to have two. definitely. I genuinely cannot think of anyone else who they're going to put on the pre-show. I think the Raw Women's title will go on. Pre-show? Mm-hmm. No, no that's, a, that's a too big a match. Mm-hmm. But there are three other bigger matches In, on the main show. But I suppose, actually, if, if, if there was to be a third, that would probably be the pick, I suppose, aye. But I, and I, don't, view, I, don't, but I, I, I don't want to sound like sexist or anything like that, but I think there'll be... They might be in a little bit of fear of catching a bit of flack if they put a women's match on it. And for me, if they're going to put a women's match on, it has to be the Battle Royal because that Nia Jackson, I think that's going to be a real good match. And I don't think it's uh, pre-show want. It's not wanted to go into pre-show because I think it's a whole, that match holds a lot of significance. I don't think it is as well, but I, I mean, normally I would say it's quite sexist. But the fact is, there's three other matches involving women on the actual card anyway, so they would get away with it. Aye, I mean you've got. Ima- Ima- imagine, imagine you just put Brock and Roman on the pre-show. <laughs> oh, I'd be getting gas that night for that. <laughs> See, it's either going to be the Raw Women's or Tag Titles because you've already got Asuka Charlotte, you've already got the Ronda Rousey match and the Women's Battle Royal. So they're good. Like, maybe they'll keep Nia Jax. They'll probably. We'll get to the women's predictions in a wee while but before we continue we'll talk about the Raw Tag Titles for a while but can I just quickly get all of your predictions for the Cruiserweight final I've put- uh, Cedric Alexander for me ok you're incorrect but anyway thank you for your <laughs> <laughs> oh, are, you doing this? are you doing this again are you doing this again <laughs> so, like, two seconds so it's, it's Cedric versus Mustafa Ali did I get that right uh huh and, and who's got the hoover on in the background? <laughs> <laughs> oh, sorry, sorry. Uh, <laughs> I didn't realise that. I had to boil the kettle for the rain there, sorry. Sergio Alexander, still why? Ricky, do you want to give your answer? Mustafa Ali. Correct answer, well done. Barry? <laughs> I think... I think, I think <laughs> Before just to elaborate, I think he's an absolute superstar, and and I think it, it makes sense to give him it because he's 
he he can be really really big for that um, for the company in that division. I think he's more relatable than Alexander. I like Alexander, but I just find myself more drawn to what Ali does. I think I also think because. Sorry, John Ross, on you go. I was just going to say that the, the, my reasoning behind that is that it's a kind of thank you for the Enzo situation because he was going to get it off him and then allegedly Enzo raped somebody. Mm-hmm. I think also it plays into part is the fact that Mustafa Ali, like on social media and Twitter, and that comes across really well and seems to be like, like a decent guy that a lot of people can sort of gravitate to. I just think like, all around, just his character, his, uh, his wrestling ability, etc. It, it, it's something that I think the company would appeal to, and it's something that it's completely different from the previous champion as well. And I'm not saying Cedric Alexander is like that, but I'm just more so, I'm more so drawn to Mustafa Ali. Barry, have you got a prediction? I think Barry's yeah, just dropped his phone. <laughs> No, no, I'm sorry, I just choked on a sweet there, sorry. Uh, I would agree with everybody. <laughs> <laughs> I would go with a victory. I'm just going to guess because I don't watch it, like I said. Uh, I would say that Mustafa Ali shocks the world that night. Okay, right, so Barry, what do you think about how the Raw Tag Team title championship match has come about in the last couple of weeks? Are you looking forward to it at all? Is it a step down for both acts? I'm just quite surprised Braun's going to be involved in a tag team match, to be honest. For the build he's had the last year, I thought he would have been involved in a singles match at Mania. Mm-hmm. It would have made more sense for him. Should be getting a big moment. So too many aftermath events attacking people for no reason. It's not really doing anything for him, so just proves it's done nothing for him because he's got a tag title shot. But I know it's a bit harsh in the tag division, but it just seems as if they don't know what to do with him, so I just get fun in the deep end and I don't even know if he's going to have a tag partner, to be honest. I mean, as I said, by the time this podcast gets released, he could have a tag partner. So, But we're just going on the assumption nah. that, that he doesn't at the moment. And, uh, D- does this does this actually like do anything for both parties? No. Like, like it, for, for me, I'm actually quite sour on Braun right now. And I have been since the Elimination Chamber and they beat like five people in a row and, and didn't win it. Um... I'm just I'm a bit sick of the fact that he's just going through the whole entire roster, and I think that 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 tag division has been been really really good. The both both SmackDown and Raw have had fucking cracking tag teams that have carried a lot of pay per views, and this is what they do with it. it it's really I'm I'm sour on this. Um, I think the only thing that could kind of make me less sour is uh, Elias maybe teaming up with Braun, but then again. It's like comedy character, serious character. Like, I don't think this this works out well. I think Sheamus and and Cesaro deserve better than this because you know what's going to happen. It's just going to be a squash match if he's he's in it, and 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 they deserve more respect than that. See as well, we've seen them. They had Braun versus Cesaro last week with a wee bit of interference. Braun versus Sheamus this week. They've done the match. Oh, just. It's just no, no I, I do understand, like because Seamus and Cesaro are a couple of powerhouses. So see from a visual point of view, I was saying to Rance and Kyle Moore's a couple of weeks ago, see from a sort of entertainment aspect, it will actually be quite fun to watch, I think. Yeah, I think it's a good 
Could be carnage. Could be carnage. It could be comedy. It will be entertaining. But I just think for both guys, all three men, it's a step down, which is odd saying that they're associated with each other should be good for them, but it just doesn't feel that way. When tag teams are put together in a, a kind of haste, hasty way, um, it, it really does go fucking two ways. It's either amazing or shit, but this just this doesn't feel like real in that sense. It's like you're plucking out a guy that's been in the main event for how many pay per views in a row? For Braun? Three? Uh, you know, he's in multi man matches, but he's, he's uh, been in main events. So, mm. and and then and then you're you're pushing it together with somebody with no build. Like, let's be serious, not really a big build, not really a serious storyline, and you've kind of get murky characters in terms of like their are their faces or the heels. It's like two two heel teams versus two heel teams. It like ah, this doesn't feel mania for me. I know, it feels like an episode of Raw for me. Yeah. <laughs> Ricky? Total change, just a playing half guard, but the whole build's been like that for me. The whole of Mania? Mania build, aye. Aye. Ricky, you've been quite quiet with the raw tag stuff tonight, anyway. Um, I couldn't disagree more, <laughs> with these, to be honest. Um, I understand where you're coming from. If, I don't think that step down but either because at the end of the day it's still a significant title I don't think is going to win them I think Braun will get a partner mm-hmm. it's Elias so be it Elias will get pinned for me it was a case of we didn't really know what to do with Braun um, so for me I don't think they're going to win it uh, I I believe Elias will be the partner and it was almost this, if he wasn't he would have been in the Battle Royal because for me they would have said that on Monday on Raw but they didn't what they said basically was Elias is still trying to find his way or his road to Wrestlemania like I, I wouldn't I wouldn't have booked this match honestly it should have been I thought this should have been a revival spot yep. but for me it was a case of but Braun's not going to be a title picture He's not in the IC picture. We need to put him in a, a sort of significant spot, and this and it still is a significant high spot. I just think it's a it's a wasted opportunity for him, and it's and, and they're dangerously close to getting to the point that like people are going to now start feeling it like well, they're really not pushing a guy further. So why should we care? Um, I, I, I'm I'm making my pick now. I think Bar will retain. Oh right, interesting. Um, and like I say, Braun will find a partner, but it'll be the partner that takes the pin. Um, so, like I say, I'm, I'm, I'm still looking forward to this match, as I have done for a lot of bar matches and a lot of Braun matches. Um, but I, I, I really don't see anything other than a bar win, I, I believe. Like I say, it will be Elias. I believe Elias takes a pin. But no doubt they'll probably have Braun destroy the bar after the match. Yeah. Um, oh, I don't know. I'll go with the bar. Oh my word, Barry! Aye, I'll go with the rest of the bar and say the bar. I think somebody else will take the pin. Um, 
on behalf of the Braun team, but that wee rock star Spud, he'll he'll be the partner. Who? Rockstar Spud, the general manager of 205 Live. Oh, that's that hound. I've, I'm quite surprised at the predictions from all three of you, to be honest. I think even if it's like, himself or with a partner, Braun will win this easily and <laughs> he'll go on a tear for a wee while. A really bold prediction from you. Cliff. Like, I would... <laughs> if you wanted to continue like the the aura of Braun and whatever, you would just have him go in as a one-on-two and just have him destroy the bar and then just literally just run through that entire division. But, but that, but but what you'd be doing there is, I find you'd have Braun run, run through that decision, but you would almost, you would just undo the great work in the last 18 months that a lot of those tag teams have done and put in. So, sort of, Catch-22, would you really do? But, like I said, I, would, I personally would still be a little surprised if Braun did win the title. Interesting. I think, I think he'll win quite easily, but we'll see. Now, another interesting question is, as it's a three-way, you've got the Smackdown, Smackdown tag team titles between the Usos, the New Day and the Bludgeon Brothers. This is a bit more hard to predict, obviously, because there's another, there's a third team involved, but Ricky, what are your thoughts on this one? It's quite a tough one. Um, uh, I think I think Usos retain by pinning the New Day. And then I think you'll get the Usos and Bludgeon Brothers having a little feud as well after this is one of my most I'm really looking forward to this match um, I like I like the Bludgeon Brothers obviously New Day have done some great work Musso is in my mind the best tag team in the company um, the build has been the build of, I think overall the build have sort of focused and really elevating and sort of highlighting just how strong and powerful the Bludgeon Brothers are um, but let's say I'm going to go with the Usos I believe they will pin one member of the New Day and then I think what you'll probably then get is a Bludgeon Brothers and New Day feud post WrestleMania. Um, but like I say, for me, uh, Usos are in tag team in that company, uh, arguably the best in the world. And honestly, I wouldn't take the titles off them anytime soon. I think they're that damn good. I don't think I would take the titles off them either at the moment. I'm going to go for Usos. Uh, talked about this rivalry quite a bit now, so I've, it's hard to sort of. Add anything else in? I think it's been booked well from the start. Basically, I can't see them putting the titles on the Bludgeon Brothers. No offence to them; they're just not. They're not championship material ahead of the Usos or the New Day for me. So I'm going to go for a Usos victory, Barry. Um, I'd look forward to this one as well. Um, hard to pick a, a one at this stage. You never know; could go to Bludgeon Brothers. Let's not rule them out. I mean, it was only two years back when they were in the Wyatt family. I'm pretty sure they had a couple of excellent matches with those. They did, um, yeah. So, <clears throat> they, can, they can easily win it. Um, that'll be the payoff that will mean the most then because they obviously attacked them really badly at uh, Fastlane. So, that would make that make more sense, I suppose. So, I wouldn't rule them out, but thoroughly looking forward to it. Uh, if I was to predict, I would probably say just because the sheer fact that when it came to Mania they've either been messed about storyline wise or just never been able to appear due to injury or something but the Usos obviously will make their 
debut on a WrestleMania, which is embarrassing. So I would expect him to win. Yeah. Yeah, I think I think the Usos are going to win. I think that they're there only here because they've just been doing amazing promos and had some great matches lately. So they deserve to be on the card. But aye, the Usos, Usos have got to win it. They've really, 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 really turned me around on them. Aye. I used to hate them, and now I'm just like, how how are you guys so good? Why are you so good at the promos? You do the talky thing. It's good. I mean, that is over. Tw- it's like nearly eighteen months now where they've just been on fire the whole time. And I think they deserve it for, in terms of a career. Thank you. They deserve to keep the titles at the moment. For sure. Someone who, US Fatal Four Way, who doesn't deserve the title in this match? <laughs> Anybody that's not Rusev. How did I know that was going to be the answer? <laughs> put, Come on, put, fuck! Put the put, belt on him. Put the, put the fucking title on Rusev already. Honestly. You have a fucking money maker there. Rusev Day, that shit fucking selling already. Imagine you had a title and you actually pushed him and you cared about him. Last, no fucking, no, I understand, mate. I know Clive, you don't like him in that. Oh, but but I, w- I want him to win this match. Money. I want him to win that this match. I've got, Rusev Day I've got something. Money. I've got one for you, right? Uh, you can't spell Rusev without US. That's the new gimmick. That's, that's so, be the new t shirt. money. Just have like Rusev, right? And then just have the US, just red font. <laughs> white white font, and then that, just red font. I would I would give him it. I just think they need to... They've injected him into this match purely because they knew that it wasn't popular. There were people saying it was going to be on the pre-show even though Randy Orton was involved. Uh, Rusev is popular, so I think it's going to go on him. And I'm going to, since it's a four-way, I've given two points to correct predictions. Barry, what's your prediction? Uh, I would go and say I've just stuck to my prediction from when he lost the US title recently. And I think Bobby Roode will get his shot on the big stage and he will recapture the United States Championship. Rusev will just win the match to please the, the fans who have been chanting this Rusev day um, for months now, so... He'll probably put off a good, good performance, but I think he'll win the match. I'll stick with Bobby Roode. See, that's kind of funny. I think, <laughs> I think if Rusev does, doesn't he win it? Jinder's going to win it. Oh, oh my god! And that's not that's not going to be popular. But I, I, I originally thought when it was a triple threat, Jinder was going to win it. But the moment he made it a fatal four way, Rusev for me, but still wouldn't shock me if Jinder win it. See when, see when you say that, I can hear the smile on your voice. <laughs> I, I know, but I say, I'm not, I'm not, I'm not like trolling. I'm being serious. I don't. One thing for certain, I don't think Randy leaves with a title anyway. Aye, aye I think that's agreed. Aye. Can I be asking and, Randy? Oh, and again, like when I said to Kai before, and I'm, I'm sitting with a serious face on right. I was personally looking forward to that triple threat, and I know a lot of people weren't. Like, it wasn't me just trying to be different or just, you know, just try and play around and just joke around with people. But I, I don't know why. I don't have a genuine reason for it. I can't exactly build. I can't say the build's been great. No. But I, like... just, I just kind of, I kind of look forward to it because I thought, do you know what? There's three. I know they're all kind of similar, like wrestlers. But I, for some reason, I was looking forward to it. And now I'm looking forward to it even more because I have convinced myself Rusev's going to win the title. But. but you... Bear Sorry, in mind, man. I did. I did also 
I, I was utterly, utterly convinced that Rusev was going to win Money in the Bank also. And he wasn't even in the match. <laughs> That's right. <laughs> you were convinced he was think, going to win the Women's Bank. I think the reason why you, you're going to enjoy this match is because you've got three solid WWE-style guys. I think, like, your bottom rude, maybe not so much gender, like, at that point, at, you know, you would you would enjoy it because they're just solid fucking good workers. They put Rusev in it. He's a really solid WWE-style worker as well. This this could actually be, when you think about it, actually a really fucking decent match. Just take gender out. Be, but, it could be, but you, you just know it's probably going to be an absolute shit match. Oh. And, and let's be honest, if, like, I love Bobby Roode. I absolutely love him. Need to turn him heel. Just do what he was doing at NXT and stuff. But if it wasn't for Randy Orton, this match would be on the pre-show. Aye. Aye, pretty much. Mm-hmm. I think Rusev will inject a much-needed excitement into this match. So I think it will be good now. I agree. I, I completely agree. And I think part of that is just to cover up for the fact that Jinder's involved in it as well. That's just the cynical no. side of me. No, I I think for me I think it was it was a they've probably thought to themselves that look this guy really is over and people perhaps aren't too enamoured with this match so put him in and it might enhance the match it'll it'll pique people's interest and it gives a lot of people hope that he might win the title like the way people feel about Rusev is where a lot of people have felt about Bray Wyatt for years now. That they've just been desperate for him to get the title, and when he finally got the title, it was like, oh my god, they've given him a title. And I think this is going to be kind of similar, even though he's had a US title runs before. This is, it feels different now, because yes, he back then he was just like, yeah, fine, he's a heel right now, but he's absolutely adored right now. Back then he was just a real bastard of a heel, but people didn't like. But like the like he's working what he was doing and stuff like that, but he wasn't like cheered like he is now, even though he's supposed to be a heel. I said I'm just like I say, I convinced myself Rusev's gonna win it and if he doesn't I'll I'll be really disappointed because if they don't do it now in the back of what's happened in the last sort of six months, they'll never ever do it with him. Never. He's arguably the most over guy in the company. Outside of Rocket Daniel Bryan. Time. Outside of Daniel Bryan, obviously. It really is rocket ship time. I don't know about that. I still think the mid-card is his ceiling. Oh, but I mean, you can treat him the way you treat Miz, though. Uh-huh. Miz, fine, has been in the mid-card for a while, but he is the absolute pinnacle of the mid-card, and he's still an absolute superstar. Aye, Miz like, is Mr. Mid-card, I would say. And, like, he doesn't even need... You know how some guys need a title to be relevant? Or need to be in the main event to be relevant? Miz isn't like that, and if you push Rusev properly, you can get that. Possibly. And so much more. Speaking of the Miz, IC title match coming up between the Miz, Finn Balor, and Seth Rollins. I'm looking forward to this match very much. I think it'll be really good. Um, purely, I'm going to do some fantasy booking here. So, the Miz will retain, and he will take the U the Smack. What is the name of the title? The IC title over to SmackDown. And Daniel Bryan will finish his feuds, whatever's going on with Kevin Owens and Sami Zayn, and Daniel Bryan and The Miz will fight over the Intercontinental title on SmackDown, while Miz breaks the record as well. 
for the longest reigning, the longest amount of days holding the IC title. And that's going to be a, a hot money feud for SmackDown in the springtime. What do you think about that one, Barry? I really look forward to that match. Actually, it's the potential for the show stealer of the night. Um, probably all. You know, you could make a case for all freedom to get the one on the grandest stage of them all. But uh, I, I can see them as retaining here. But like I said, this will be in your top five matches of the night, definitely. Um, and I think it will get twenty minutes plus, possibly. Possibly. But I like the fantasy booking. There's a chance that it could happen. Uh, I don't really know. I think they're trying to push Daniel Bryan as quickly as possible and I'd be surprised at that, you know. That was with just the whole fans taking off again. But I would be good. I think we'd definitely have a match with the Miz anyway, over the, the not too distant future. Mm-hmm. Whether that happens on Raw or SmackDown, I think that should be the one that they go with. Mm-hmm. I could very well find Daniel Bryan on Raw actually, don't I? Mm-hmm. I I think I'm gonna go with the Miz as well. Uh I think if they didn't cash in on that feud, because they were teasing that for a long time. Mm-hmm. Teasing that for a long time, so I've got to go with Miz. Um, I think that Seth will potentially go for the Universal title, so no point putting it on him. Uh, then, I don't know what the fuck they're going to do with him, but he could be lined up for a Universal title uh, fight at some time, maybe turn and heel mm. or something like that, maybe soon. I'd like to see that. Mm. I just think with Roman Reigns hopefully getting the Universal title off of Brock Lesnar, that's open, going to open up a whole lot of new doors for wrestlers that are on the roster at the moment in terms of title shots. Only good things can come from the title being on Roman, so anyone who's annoyed with Roman being involved in this match with Lesnar, they need to have a good hard think about it and think, what would they rather have? Lesnar disappearing for months on end with the title or Roman who might not be the most popular figure in the company, but at least the title's home, basically. I know this isn't the match that we're talking about, but I just had to get that in there. Because you guys know, I'm still ranting, you guys know that I'm not the biggest Roman Reigns fan on the planet, but they just need to bring that title back. Bring the title home, Roman. (laughs) Barry, sorry, I didn't get your prediction for the IC title match, did I? Oh, I, no, I thought it was just disgusting and get back to predictions, but... Oh, no, I did. I said the Miz would retain, actually. Ricky? I, I wasn't too sure, but I the Miz to retain. What about yourself, Ricky? Um, I, I, have to agree, I disagree with a couple of points you either said. Um, I don't think Miz goes to SmackDown. And I also don't think Miz is going to retain. I'm going to pick Seth Rollins to win it. Okay. Uh, if Seth doesn't win it at WrestleMania, in my mind, that's my official pick. But I'm just putting it out there. In my mind, come sort of like Tuesday morning, Miz won't have the IC title. So he, for me, he either loses at Mania or loses on the Raw. I'm going to say he loses it on Mania. Um, I, I don't really. I feel that. For me, I would personally look to do something like Seth and Roman for SummerSlam. I wouldn't push that too quick. I think I don't want to say filler feuds, but I think you've got feuds there you can do with Roman, and then that big, big, big time match at SummerSlam with Seth and Roman. I think 
potentially maybe even get Dean Ambrose somehow into the fold to make a triple threat again, but I don't know. Um, I think you will get Seth and Roman further later into the summer. I'm going to go Seth to win it again and just, just sort of touch on what Barry said. Barry said that this could be one of the matches of the night. Funny enough, like I feel like we're going to say that for quite a few of these matches now and that's just, for me, just sums up how brilliant this card actually is. Um, so this match, I think, You've got a nice blend of different sort of styles, etc. as well. Um, like I say, I'm going to go with Seth. Um, but it wouldn't shock me if Miz wins it, but I would be very, very shocked come Tuesday morning if Miz still had the title. And, and the build to this match has also been very good. Uh, Miz has been gold. All three, all three have been excellent. And I think you've got, even if Seth wins it, you can potentially get a Seth in feud as well. I think yep. you will get that. I think, that I think will you will happen. get that. Whoever whoever has a title, I don't know. I think you're going to get that. And then I'll touch on Daniel Bryan later. And then Miz, Miz will move on to something else. But I'm going to go with Seth. Um, and I agree with Barry as well. This this is a this could well be one of the top three or four matches of the night. If, if, if and it's a key word though. They need they need at least twenty five minutes, which includes entrances. So the actual match time for me has got to be around about twenty minutes at least. No, no more, no more than twenty five at the most. Well, twenty minutes, twenty minutes would be a nice, would be nice, a nice, nice figure for them. I think you need to put take, a really good match. You need to take into account that there is a high chance Finn Balor will have quite the elaborate entrance as well. If the demon comes out, that's to play. why I'm saying. Like, I think, I think I want at least, at least. I think you'll get 20 minutes of actual match, of the actual match. I don't want it, and sometimes you get that, like with WrestleMania, because they put so many uh, uh, people on the card in so many matches, like, they sort of like, cut the matches down, like time-wise, and I hope they give them the 20 minutes, because giving them 20 minutes, like Barry said, really, it could well be the match of the night. Hold on, is Finn Balor coming out as the Demon? Nothing's been saved. confirmed, but it's WrestleMania. They'd be foolish not to, would they not? Right, because I mean, he's never left as a demon, though. Yeah, that that's as about to say. I would change my prediction to Finn if he came out as the demon, because it would be I, pointless. It would be mm-hmm. pointless beating him. Mm-hmm. Uh, I would say the same. So, like, I would like to say these predictions aren't set in stone, basically until mm-hmm. like the weekend of WrestleMania. Right. What I can do is. Because there is still a go home show, a week of go home shows to go, we are allowed to change our predictions last minute, and we'll get yes. that out to people somehow, some form or another. Well, how, how, about, how about this? If he comes out as the demon, that's what I pick. <laughs> <laughs> Times three. Right, we'll that as well. We'll see if there are any hints to it because it's Finn versus Seth on Raw this week. We'll see what happens there. Because if Finn comes out, Seth can still take the pin at Mania. Finn isn't beaten that way. But I still can't see the Miz beating Seth at Mania as well. See, it's a tough one, this one. But I think they wouldn't have made mention of Miz breaking the IC record. And you know what You know what WWE are like with record breakers, so... Right, will we move on to the next match? Please. I have here the, the Raw special tag match. So we're talking about Triple H and Stephanie McMahon-Helmsley versus Kurt Angle and Ronda, Ronda, Ronda Rousey. Um, 
I just want it over and done with. I've not really got much investment in it. I've put Rousey and Kurt to win. Don't think Kurt's going to do much. Uh, Ronda will do all the judo moves. They've been quite impressive. I have enjoyed seeing what she's done with those big throws with Dana and the Absolution girls this week. But I'm just like, right, okay. They kind of... They peaked too quickly with that story build that they had going on. And they've just been treading water for the last couple of weeks. So just let it happen. And something big could happen again this upcoming Monday or the Monday that's just passed, which I'm recording before. But you need to just see what happens. Ricky? Um, I mean, let's be honest about it. The, in- the only intrigue about this match is to see how Ronda does. Uh-huh. Like, because only... There's only one person we know for definite in that match that can still go, and it's Triple H. The unfortunate thing is that one of the people just aren't a wrestler whatsoever, and Stephanie man, and the other one is making her first first ever is making her professional debut. Stephanie's a good wrestler. She's competent enough. Um, I think the vast majority of the match is going to be like um, Triple H and Kurt. I think what you're going to get one or two for face off with Stephanie and Ronda. I think at one point what you're probably going to look like is going to happen is they'll be in the ring, and I think Stephanie will go to tag in Triple H. Ronda will turn her back, and Stephanie will get a wee cheap shot and run away. And with the match ending with Stephanie sort of getting her comeuppance, and I think Ronda will sort of make her tap. Um, I'd be stunned if it wasn't a Ronda and Kurt win. But like I say, the intrigue is to see how Ronda does because I've saw videos of, like you said we saw her in Raw saw a few highlight videos and to me she looks she looks kind of decent so far um, and whether people like it or not there is an outside chance I'm not one of them but there is an outside chance that this could well close the show uh-huh. I hope not semi semi main for me I think this I is like, my, my, that, that my, would my, be a great position for uh, it my reasoning is Barry that it's Ronda Rousey. Uh, she'll, she'll bring so many eyes to it and they want to highlight that. That's the only reason. I don't think oh. it will. It makes no sense to me why they would, but I would prob- I think it probably goes on, like, say, third last, I think. Yeah. what do you think? You said semi-main. You've obviously... Semi-main. Yeah, semi-main for me, just because I think, or, or co-main event, eh, as you would say, um, just because exactly what uh, Rick Cardinal said, um, Ronda Rousey is a fucking superstar. You've kind of got to take that into context. Like I keep forgetting, you know what I mean? When you see her on Raw, it's like the same person that was this fucking huge UFC star. So yeah, I'd be I'd be interesting. But I think semi main, it's a, it'll be a nice fun fun match. Um, there'll be some fun stuff that happens in it, but. Everybody will you, you just be away to get your packet of quavers for the for the cupboard. You'll be munching on it, you'll be going, Aye, she's done alright and then she'll win and then you'll be ready for the you know, the greatest main event of our uh, of our generation. <laughs> the cruiser right final. <laughs> <laughs> of course. I'm guessing we're all going for a Ronda win here. Yep. Oh, yep. Barry, yep. you, you too, yep. yeah. Give me a wee second while I type all these predictions in. Now, 
Ricky, a couple of weeks ago we had Rance and Kyle on talking about the return of Daniel Bryan. Obviously you weren't there to talk about it. How do you feel now? There's been a wee while past since the initial furore of Daniel Bryan's return has calmed down and stuff like that. So how are you feeling about it all now? I mean, I listened to what Rance said and Rance made a good point. He was like, if you go back and look at that sort of attack by Kevin and KO and Sammy... That they were going like the super kick was nowhere near Daniel Bryant. Like you could see they weren't going too aggressive with him. Understand they had that ap- uh, apron powerbomb bump, but but I know I know people turn around and say that like fine. I understand that when wrestlers get in a ring like that, and there's a chance like they could potentially die or their career could could be over. I just feel that. If he, like, I think Rand said it as well, imagine he suffers a concussion in his first match back. Then what? I understand that can happen to anyone, but it's going to look, it could look potentially really bad for right. him, but now that's all gone. Publicity-wise, it'll look bad, yeah. Yep, yep, yep. <sighs> like, if, if what he's, what he done in order to improve, to improve the function of his brain and, ever, and whatever else that was going on inside his brain, if they've somehow... And, and it seems like they have obviously fixed some of those issues. Like in the grand scheme of things, that's going to be that, that is huge because so many like NFL and a lot of other sort of combat sports are going to be looking at it and saying, right, well, what treatment did he get and how can we go about it? So if it if his career continues and he's fine, that aspect of it is going to be massive. Like they're going to get so much props and so much praise for that. Um, I'm now past that whole part where it, something really bad can happen to him because it could. Because at the end of the day, do you know what? This is his career. Let him do it. He's been cleared by all the experts, etc. And if they're happy to do it for him to go, then do you know what? I'm going to sit back and enjoy the ride and just and just pray and hope nothing happens to him because we we could be tre- we could be treated to some real five star classic matches now, with <laughs> Daniel Bryan. Uh-huh, yep, we really could. He is what Vince wants Roman Reigns to be. Uh, universally loved and just over with everyone. Uh, this match itself, I, I'm fine with it. Like I know some people might not really like it, but you know what? It's, it's a couple of weeks from WrestleMania. They didn't really have a plan because it just been cleared a couple of weeks ago. Um, I'm fine with it. He's in the ring with two safe, really good workers as well. Um, I'm 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 looking forward to the match because say what you want about Shane, but Shane does everything well. Like doesn't try tries his very best, and he's but he's fine. People can call him a spot monkey or whatever, but he still does does well when he's in a match. I think. Um, so overall, I'm kind of looking forward to this match. I would personally would put this match on first. I think it's a perfect way to get the crowd absolutely hyped, and in Vince's mindset, I would keep it as far away as, as Roman match as possibly could. Uh-huh. Get the yes chance away, over and done with. Yep. Um, so I'm I'm really looking forward to it, and I genuinely don't know who I'll. Pull. I'm, I'm going to go Daniel Bryan and Shane McMahon to win because I don't really see them um, having Daniel lose his first match unless they somehow have Shane turned on Daniel Bryan or something. I don't know. I doubt it, but I'm excited to see Daniel Bryan wrestling again. Very excited to see him wrestling again. See, it's very. It's a very tough one to call because Daniel Bryan gave the caveat on this last week's SmackDown 
that if Daniel Bryan and Shane McMahon were to lose, Kevin Owens and Sami Zayn would stay on SmackDown. But if they were to lose, then they would be fired. If Kevin Owens and Sami Zayn were to lose, they would be fired. Now, obviously, there is probably going to be a superstar shake-up on the cards. But there's also this whole thing, don't know what it's like now, but Shane McMahon, as far as I'm aware, is shoot in hospital at the moment with diverticulitis ulcerative hernias and stuff like that I don't think that's a work but at the same time I know but they they, they announced that match though after that I know that's that was bizarre to me they didn't even make mention to to it to me that I know to me that suggests that they think he's going to be alright for it I don't know how but that's what it clearly suggests and and he's supposed to be on Smackdown next week as well on the go home show so to me it suggests that he's recovering and he's he's going to be good to go JR JR, you there? <laughs> Oops, sorry, I was speaking there. I just had myself on mute. Um, aye, so basically I've not really been catching up with wrestling that much, but then this came out and I was just like, are you joking? Like Daniel Bryan's back? Like, how is that even possible? Mm-hmm. Uh, and then I watched the fucking the beatdown and the promo before it. I was just like, they're actually going to do it. They're actually doing it, but... I noticed that he had a wee bruise on the side of his head or the side of his face. So I, I, I know you're saying it looked like they were maybe the the super kick didn't really hit, but some of those punches kind of looked a bit brutal. I don't know. Um, I'm really looking forward to this. I think this is uh, the whole Sammy versus KO thing. I, I wasn't really into it. I think that you know I, I do like them. They're good. You know, it'd be great to do it at Mania, but I think this is actually a bigger match for them. I, I agree. Um, um, and to your point about Shane McMahon, eh, Ricky. I mean, like I, he was on potential match of the night eh, last year. Um, it was it, it was hard to pick a better eh, a better match on the card. So. Shane can definitely go with him. Um, he'll do something crazy. You know what I mean? It's just it's mania. Do you know what I mean? I'm I'm starting to kind of get that feeling every time that he's in it. It's like you know that he's going to do something fucking crazy. Um, last year, not so much, but uh, I hope for it this year. Um, and and a uh, Daniel Bryan and Shane McMahon. Mm. Nah, I think I think that Shane's going to turn on Daniel uh, because of that stipulation. I can't see uh, through that, it. That, that, that's going through my head as well. I'm going to go for a. I'm going to go for Kevin Owens and Sami Zayn. I know they want the feel good thing with Daniel Bryan, but there's going to be a lot of feel good wins for a lot of wrestlers tonight. Um, WrestleMania, sorry. And I'd, sadly, I don't think Daniel Bryan will get it. They'll say, "Right, okay, Daniel, you've passed all the medical tests in the world." You can wrestle again, but you're not winning at WrestleMania that quickly, so you can just hold your horses, pal. Which they would probably be stupid to do, but you know what Vince is like. Vince is a stubborn man sometimes. But you can follow up with something storyline-wise, because then oh, aye. if oh, aye. Shane, Shane turns on them and then they all beat up on them, then it could be Daniel Bryan and as the perennial fucking underdog versus those three. They could have their own wee in authority kind of group. Something cool like that could happen. They really need to do something like that, um, and that that would mean that you can you can keep the the WWE title perhaps around Shinsuke 
and keep that on the back burner and then have your Daniel Bryan versus uh, Nakamura, say, for instance, SummerSlam. Ooh, uh... You know, what else you could just do is what Austin says all the time what he should have done, have Shane turn on Daniel, right? Yep. Team up and help KO and Sammy get the win. And then at the end of the match, KO and Sammy beat the shit out of Shane and walk away. I like mm. that. Aye. I can, I can dig it, but I, I want something big to come out of it. I want to see Daniel Bryan against fucking Sami Zayn and Kevin Owens. Barry, what would you... That would be so good. Barry, what about your prediction for this match? I, I think everybody makes great points, actually. Um, I've undecided on a win at this moment. Obviously, we're still a couple of weeks away, but uh, I think Daniel Bryan's medically cleared in-ring return is potentially the biggest news currently in Mania this year. Um so yeah, I can see I could I could actually see points for both uh, teams winning. I like the idea of uh, Shane turning on Daniel Bryan just for storyline wise and KO and Zami uh, winning the match. I think that's a potential just to the sheer fact. Uh, I don't know if Daniel would take the pin though. That's a thing. Maybe Shane lets him. I don't know. It's, it's a strange one. Uh, but I don't think Daniel Daniel looks wrong in the match, but won't take the pin if they do lose the match anyway. Well, yeah, I'm probably looking forward to it. Uh, when it opened the opener though, I don't know. Uh, Shane was in the last year, so they might be just looking to change it up and have something different open it and change. So, at this moment, I uh, don't even know if I can pick a winner, to be honest. Well, if you don't want to just now, again, we've got time. There's nine, yeah. ten days till then anyway. Well, probably just so we can put some in, just stick with the sort of obvious everybody will think, because Daniel Bryan's in ring return that he'll win. So, I don't know, I wouldn't just say Daniel and Shane, but it could potentially change before me yet. Ricky, what what would you like to do? You were speaking before we recorded tonight. What would you like to do for Daniel Bryan on the way up after Mania? Right. <clears throat> Win or lose at whatever, right? <clears throat> Superstar shake-up. In my mind, there is not a chance in hell he stays on SmackDown. Not a chance. Vince is not that stupid to let arguably be your biggest the like the best feel good story in years and arguably the biggest wrestling name in a company outside of Cena stay on Smackdown the B show apparently uh, I know you're, you're, you're risking it because you're putting on the same show as Roman but there's a reason behind this I would then have him go feuding, feud with The Miz I'd keep Miz on Raw and then after that I would do my absolute damnedest and hardest to somehow somehow drag out the Daniel Bryan underdogs feel good story out to next year's Wrestlemania where I would have him win the Royal Rumble and the main event and I know Rich mentioned it and I completely agree with it would be Daniel Bryan versus Roman Reigns where Daniel Bryan goes over I I can I'll argue to the death that as of right post Wrestlemania that is, in my mind, without a doubt, the biggest money-making match you've got. I've ejaculated. <laughs> like, for me, the struggle would be is how do you keep... It's not so much how do you keep the fans investing, Daniel Bryan, because let's be honest, it's been two years and look at the kind of pop he got. 
you know, when he came when he when we confirmed he came back and week in, week out, people are still chanting yes. Somehow you need to for me you need to drag mm. you need to somehow get to next year's WrestleMania and go Daniel Bryan versus Roman Reigns. Hold off the superstar shake up until after SummerSlam and Perhaps. do what I said. And then do and then and then have him come over and feud with him as and then win the Royal Rumble. I wouldn't even have him lose very many matches if I'm honest with you. I would have him say because over to Raw, Triple H comes out with like you, Stephanie Mann, blah, 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 blah. You start from the bottom and you, you just have him sort of work his way up through the card, through whatever, etc. You get to SummerSlam, give him a somewhat decent spot there. And then from SummerSlam down, it's almost, let's get through a couple of months and then it's Survivor Series. He might be in a mm-hmm. 5-1-5 match. Then, post-Survivor Series, who cares? Because it's now all building towards the Royal Rumble. He gets the Rumble, wins it. And then after that, it's just sailing, cruising towards WrestleMania. For me, Daniel Bryan versus Roman Reigns has to happen next year at WrestleMania and it has to close, I think. I personally felt I'd, I had a different match in mind and we'll touch on it later, perhaps. But I thought it could close the show. But if, if I think if they don't do this, Daniel Bryan, Roman Reigns, like now or soon, I would try and drag that out to next year's WrestleMania because that's money and that is... That is the moment where... Where Roman like Roman gives a favour back to Daniel Bryan, where Daniel put him over in the build up to <coughs> WrestleMania a few years back as well. Fucking amazing match. And I just think that do you know what? Like you say, there's going to be a great, great match. You're gonna you're going let's say you're gonna give the fans what they want in a closing show. I think it will help Roman as well. Roman sort of gets to play that arrogant jockey, not even a bad guy, but just says to be himself. And Daniel Bryan is still the underdog in the storyline. And like I said, that for me is the biggest money maker match in that company. The difficulty is how do you get to WrestleMania? Do you know what I mean? Do you cave in at some point? But I wouldn't. I would I would do my damnedest to get to WrestleMania next year and make that match. They managed to keep Roman and Brock separate for a year, so it's possible. I wouldn't I wouldn't even I wouldn't even I wouldn't even Tease it whatsoever. I wouldn't even put Daniel in a triple threat for with Roman in that match. I would keep them universes away from each other until the Royal Rumble where Daniel Bryan wins it and then you get to WrestleMania. I think that's that's money. That match is money. Just keep them busy. People are always going to be invested in whatever Daniel Bryan does. I think although there is Roman Reigns, I think there are more like more wrestlers on SmackDown. That would have rather see matches, not rather see matches with, but there's already Nakamura, AJ, Kevin Owens, Sami Zayn. That's four already. I don't want to I not know, but see then, them. But then, but then you go to Raw and you've got Seth, you've got Roman, you've got Cena, you've got Dean Ambrose. Oh got, the Miz storyline is sensational already. Like that, nothing needs to be done about that now. As soon as, as soon as they come face to face, that's it. Um, you just reignite that storyline again. Um, Brock Lesnar, if he stays. Unlikely. No, I don't want to see um, it. Neither do I. You know, so you you get Finn as well. Like, it, to be honest, like, you're going to get like great matches, whatever Brandy stays on. But for me, it's just now when a superstar shakeup happens. Whenever it does, Daniel Bryan and Roman Reigns have to be that has to they have to be on a collision course at WrestleMania. And do you know it'd be even funnier if Roman went over at WrestleMania. <laughs> <laughs> Got to keep the big dog strong. <laughs> well, we could sort of we could fantasy book Daniel Bryan's 
year all night, but we've got a lot to do, so sorry to burst everyone's bubble, but we'll, t- we'll talk about the Raw Women's title for a wee bit. Barry, what are your thoughts of this match between Asuka, no, that's wrong, between Nia Jax and Alexa Bliss? Uh, I first, obviously, was quite a surprise that it wasn't going to be Alexa Bliss and Asuka, um, as you almost said there, but I'm quite happy to see this because I've enjoyed Nia Jax since she first came out for day one, and I think she was everybody's cup of tea at first but she's slowly but surely growing in everybody now and it's a perfect way to this sort of bullying storyline that Alexa Bliss has put her through along with Mickey James so um, I don't know I don't think actually it'll be a squash match it'll be a fairly decent match back and forwards a few close counts but at the end of the day it will be Nia Jack's victory um, but I, I do expect it to be I don't know if it'll be one of the best matches of the night but it will be a, a decent match um, it would be a surprise if Alexa Bliss was to leave there to champion at WrestleMania uh, I wouldn't I wouldn't go so far as to say it would be a squash match because you've got Mickey James mm. there to help Alexa yeah, so sure. that'll help flesh it out a wee bit um, maybe the classic she gets um, sent away for inside or something but... uh, JR <clears throat> He said we'll be back in a minute as a message came through. All right, okay. Ricky, what do you think about this one? Um, yeah, I, I pretty much agree with everything Barry just said, if I'm honest. Um, like, I think Naya's done very, very, very well recently. The storyline, what they've been putting out, is is really good. Um, they always have got, like, Alexa Bliss sort of bullying Naya, and it's almost not to be expected, and you get to see that vulnerable side of Naya Jax. Um, a, a, a Naya win and Naya walking out with title is for me will happen I'd be very very surprised if it didn't mm-hmm. I also don't think it's going to be like a 20-30 second match nothing like that whatsoever but mm-hmm. Alexa Bliss will get her fair share in fair share of all friends in but ultimately Naya gets the title um, and she's a and then she's obviously in the process like we're, we're, she's now what a baby face obviously so, yeah, I, I think this could be a good match because, like I said, I've enjoyed Nia Williams the last sort of six months. I think she gets a bit of a, a raw deal. Some people give her grief. Sometimes, rightfully so, but I think she has improved um, in this match itself. Like I said, I think I expect this to go on for about 10 minutes, 15 minutes including the entrances, and I think that's around about a good good 10 minutes. I think that's enough time to put on a, quite a decent rematch. Um, I expect Mickey James to sort of try and get involved. Nia takes her out. And then she ultimately takes Alexa Bliss out and gets the title. And I think she'll probably hold. Oh, I think we lost. I it. actually think she'll hold it. I sorry. I I think she'll actually hold the title. And I think um, a heel Sasha Banks will eventually win off her potentially SummerSlam as well. Uh, oh no no no! Carmella's winning that on Monday night. Carmella's cashing in. What? Monday night. Oh, oh yes. I think she'll cash in the Raw. Carmella will cash in very soon. I think she'll fail with a cash in. No, they won't do that either. I'm telling you, boys. She's been cashing, she's been trying to cash in the SmackDown one, though, so she can't just change her mind, surely. I know, but they're not going to have her cash in on either Charlotte or Asuka, though. She can cash in wherever she wants. 
We still get a wee while. We still get a wee while to go, right? Mm-hmm. We can still have a superstar shakeup. I think uh, Mister Two Hundred Five Clive is right. <laughs> <laughs> what the... I can't see them. I, I can't see them doing anything with Carnell and SmackDown. She's not ready to hold any titles, and, and uh, she isn't. But like, but like you said, is can she cash in on either title? Like, I don't know. I don't I don't know. I've never really addressed That would be interesting to be fair, but um, I don't know, it'd be strange if it did happen, but uh, she did it in the fucking in the match. I know no, do you know what I actually thought well, they didn't do the match? That's a imagine possibility. She cashed in the, Oof. Imagine she cashed in on Ashka Charlotte. Oh nuclear heat man. A right stinker that I I actually think something worse is going to happen later on in the show, but I'll get to that later. That would make sense for the how long it took her to cash in. I should have done something as huge as that. Mm. So, oh, that's not even worth thinking about. We've all went for Nia Jax there then for the SmackDown Women's Title. I've went. Oh, thanks. For, you've picked. Thanks Nia. for asking me, but I picked, oh. I picked Jax. I think you said that, did you not? No, I don't think I did. You have now. Asuka have. for the SmackDown women's title. Anyone else care to differ with me at all? Ricky? No, no. I am um, this is my main event. Um if it wasn't for Roman and Brock, this could very well close the show. Uh, Clive, I say to you, I remember, I'm pretty sure this conversation took place one day after work on a train, I say there will come a day where a women wrestling match will close WrestleMania. And I think your reaction was a bit like, not sure, but then I changed it saying, well, they're definitely going to close a pay-per-view. Um, I, yeah, I think it is going to definitely win, ask a win. Like, outside of, outside of the Roman match and the AJ match, this for me is just a prick much lock is going to happen. That's not going to take away from just how amazing this match is going to be. Like, it is just going to be truly, truly unbelievable. Um, yeah, I'm, I'm, it's almost bittersweet because I absolutely love Charlotte, but at the same time, like, Asuka deserves, Asuka should be getting the title and I wouldn't break a streak just yet either. So, the match itself, like I said, for me, this is, this is probably my main event. And this is, I think I'm probably looking forward to this match more than any other match, if I'm honest. I would agree. I'm really pumped for this match, big time. JR, you've been a massive Asuka fan as well since her time on NXT. Can you see anything else apart from an Asuka win? See, like, my one question is, because I've not really been paying attention to the SmackDown build-up for this, how... It, has, has Asuka been on Smackdown has she been building it up is she coming across good because this is the thing for me that, that the match really is on that she's been over once I believe talking to Charlotte I still I don't know why she's actually still on Raw to be honest with you that makes no sense to me whatsoever that she's still on Raw competing mm. in matches she should be over in Smackdown granted Charlotte had some um, dental emergency as far as I'm aware this week so she couldn't actually be on Smackdown but why is Asuka on Raw right now makes no sense at all 
I'll go with my provisional. Uh, my provisional answer would be Asuka, um, but I need to review how over she is because if she is not over, uh, she will not be winning this. She is not Nakamura in terms of in, in terms of the way that I feel that she's been treated. It's been fine, but the reaction hasn't been as big as Naka's, I would say. Um, she got quite a reaction at Fastlane. She got a really big pop at Fastlane. I'm going to need to review it. I'm going to need to review it. I will review it, and then I'll let you know. Um, <laughs> yeah. If I think she's suitably over, then I'll go with her. If not, I, I, I would go for Charlotte. Barry, do you think that Asuka is suitably over? Uh, 100%. There you go, JL. There's your answer. Yes. Um, I'm going to just say it. Ask a Charlotte is the equivalent of Austin The Rock for the guys. Why not? Two of the biggest names in women's mm-hmm. history, even for these days as well. It's as big as that. It's as big as having a Xena Alton as well. Hogan Warrior, maybe no, maybe too huge for that. <laughs> but no, it's, this is this is up there. Maybe I one of the best matches you'll see this night. I think it's got, uh-huh. it's got the makings of if they keep crossing paths over the year, over the years, then that could end up being Austin Rock levels. Aye, easily. Aye, it's two biggest names in uh, female wrestling of WWE at the minute. So, aye, this is going to be back and forward. Um, provisionally at the minute, it would be Asuka for me. But as the streaks end, it would be Charlotte and it would be at a WrestleMania for me. So, you never know, but my guess would be a tap out, a submission victory for Asuka at the minute. Mm-hmm. If she was to lose it, it could potentially go the same way, actually, it could be a submission. Um, but Asuka at the minute, for me to win, and I think this will be up there. One of the best matches you'll see this night. Well, Give them 25 minutes, please. I know. Yep, yep. This can basic, I? Yes. Can I? Sorry, on, on your vocal. No, I was going to move on. So you, you tell me what right, you're going can to say I, first. Can I just quickly fantasy book for next year, if you don't mind? Mm-hmm. If Daniel Bryan and Roman Reigns doesn't happen at next year's WrestleMania, do you know what match should close next year's WrestleMania? Can I guess what you're going to say? On your <laughs> Uh, is he talking potentially Asuka versus Ronda Rousey yes yes <laughs> I had a feeling about this match myself that right that, that that right there is really if 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 and it's a massive if if Ronda develops the way you hope she does mm-hmm. that right there is in my mind that would be your female rock Austin then although and I'm not trying to like um and that wasn't like me taking a dig at you about it like whatsoever, whatsoever, because I've been on record no, to say no. that I believe Charlotte, when it's all said and done, will mean to women's wrestling what her dad means to wrestling in general. Mm-hmm. That's how high yeah. I think of her. Um, but I think Ronda versus Asuka will happen at next year's Rumble, providing Ronda continues the way she is, and both women are going to be undefeated all the way there. So it's going to be title and undefeated streaks against each other. That's a great shout, I. I couldn't agree more. I would still have to be sold on Ronda Rousey. I know that's what I'm saying. She has to. She has. She has to develop like a a, a relevant. She doesn't need not like a real like bronze show woman. Like you know, he suddenly developed at a stupid rate that no one really saw happening. But if she just slightly progresses, keeps going bit by bit by bit by bit, 
you're hoping that she comes to a level where she can put on a really good match next year at WrestleMania. And it's obviously it's going to take time, but for me, I think that's what they're potentially thinking. And if it, if she if Ronda develops both women undefeated, title on the line, that's huge. For me, uh, I know I'm being quite cynical here, but Ronda has to really improve and work on the the theatrics involved in professional wrestling. I don't think she's got that nailed down at all at the moment, and it's something she really needs to work on. Um, you know, you know, you know what could be Ronda's downfall is <coughs> when she turns heel because she's inevitably going to. Is I don't think she's going to react very well to the crowd reactions. Like I think she she'll take it very personally and get upset the way she does just in, in normal walk of life. And that could be a problem. Like you, that so that ties in what you're saying. The three act, the theatrics of wrestling that she hasn't. She obviously hasn't graphed as yet because she's only been in it for a month, like not even a month. But that's that to me is going to be just as big as her in ring development as well. I think her ring ring will be fine, but just she needs to go down to the promo classes in NXT. She needs she needs Paul Heyman. Like, no, honestly, like, but, I would. I know, but there's always that this person, such and such, needs Paul Heyman. Paul Heyman's done been but doing it, the same promos for years now. But Paul Heyman knows how to build up, build up, a, build up a wrestler and hype a match. Because remember when it was Lesnar Joe, that Heyman was sensational in those promos, sensational. And I think for me, it sort of ties in because you could always be like, look, I had a beast who's now decided to retire and go somewhere else I've now got another beast sort of thing but there are similarities between the two but I wouldn't necessarily just as soon as Lesnar leaves automatically put Ronda with Paul Heyman like you said she's got to try and develop that skill on her own and if she doesn't then you could always just turn her into like this female version of Brock Lesnar but she doesn't say much if she ever does it means something she just goes out and absolutely destroys everyone aye we'll see I'm just quite tentative about getting fully on board with Rousey at the moment. You all know I've been quite against her just shoehorning her way in. Um, and it's going to take quite a lot to for me to warn to her, to be honest. But she is the future of WWE. That can't be ignored. And I think the Ask a Charlotte is definitely a symbol of the future for WWE. Moving on to a symbol of the past. And I have... Oh my god, man! I just can't be asked for this match at all. We've, we've John Cena versus the Undertaker. What I will predict for this one is that a couple of days before WrestleMania, there will be a video that appears on Twitter, and it will be a handheld camera with on the Taker's compound. Taker and Michelle McCool are testing out quad bikes, and it will be someone spying through the bushes. And it would be DDP. It will be John Cena spying on Taker at his home trying to get a match out of him. Get this match away. F- get this off my screen. I saw a tweet from Carl from SMC Podcast earlier on Twitter that basically says, just a match. <laughs> Cena just goes city to city, pay-per-view to pay-per-view, etc., just calling out Taker and it gets to Mania and Cena arrives, calls him out and Taker just doesn't do anything. Like Taker doesn't appear. It just never ever responds to the challenge. <laughs> like... And the funny thing is, it's like, 
let the man fucking retire. He doesn't want... And to me, the build has just been so strange, so weird. Like, I kind of didn't like the start of the whole scene, I think, getting shoehorned in the SmackDown title picture and stuff. But then I was like, do you know what? In the grand scheme of things, that actually, it's made a little sense and it got me intrigued, especially that image of AJ holding the title up and Cena sitting there with his head in his hands with WrestleMania sign in the background. That was really poignant and I thought, do you know what? That's, that's, that struck with me. But then I was kind of hoping that Taker would at least appear. And now, if he's going to appear, it's going to be on the go-home show. And it's like, right, you could have brought him in a couple of weeks earlier to continue build, maybe going back and forth with each other. To me, it's just, it's it's crazy. And he's obviously, when he, a couple of weeks ago, when he, shot, when he had that promo on Taker, you're not a old, retired, whatever. You're shooting, putting on videos on your wife's Instagram, your ego, this and that. First of all, the gall of seeing it <laughs> someone else, has a, if someone has a big ego, is ridiculous. But, let me go back to when he was going back and forth with Roman. He, he turned around to Roman and says, I'm not a 49-year-old or whatever it was. I'm not an old veteran with a bag done in hip at the end of my career. I was like, right, well, you turn around to say that to Roman and now fast forward four or five months and all of a sudden, Taker's completely healthy and nothing's wrong with him. His hips are all fine. He's not banged up anymore. And now all of a sudden, you want to have the match with him. From like, kayfabe, storyline aspect. How does that make sense? It doesn't. This is this is like if you've ever seen the film The Room. No, I've not. No, no. It, it's a really like wonderfully bad film that that was this this guy seriously made, but it's like, it's the worst thing ever. But it's so funny. This is what this reminds me of. This is like see this John Cena. His he's like method acting like is fucking insane because the the guy looks like he's fucking lost the plot. That's the only entertaining thing about this. It's just John Cena trying to get into Hollywood. Look at all this variation I can do in my promo. It's just like no taker, you know, calling him out, going into the crowd. Like who is this guy? Like it's getting to the point where I am saying, get off my fucking screen. I'd rather see Dolph Ziggler on my screen right now than you, you fucking part-time prick. John, John C. Nile. Yeah. Barry, are you happy with the Cena hate on this podcast tonight? Well, I've hated in somebody else earlier on there and I got flung off the show, so... The uh, Cena Takers match 10 years ago would have started in January. Everybody would have invested in it so badly. Um that would have probably main event even closed the event but rewind 10 years later and the funny thing about this the, the few is the, the funniest part was John Zenas having a midlife crisis in the middle of the squared circle in front of us all which is funny to watch but again I'd agree with JR he's just trying to sell himself with Hollywood basically with all these stupid promos um, I thought take out the show but I, I, I assumed that was the point of it he would have shown up at your fast lane or one of the rods been out so I'm crazily going to predict that he doesn't think he's getting the match at Mania at Mania and he's in the crowd and then Taker's music hits at Mania and it doesn't even have a match it's just beat up Who do we all want to win or who do we think will win? Wait, 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 wait Obviously we're just <laughs> No, do we, we really are... have to talk about this any longer? Yeah, yeah because like, like... Like I understand, I'm not. I've not been a fan of what's took place, but I've said to you a couple of weeks back, it's the Undertaker. He's my all-time favourite wrestler, and for that alone, I'll watch the match and 
and and somehow cross my fingers it's a it's a somewhat decent match. I know it won't be right. I get that, but it's still two of the biggest names in the industry. But are we are we not going to address the elephant in the room? No. <laughs> like, um, what is is the Undertaker actually going to respond to this challenge? <laughs> <laughs> I mean, he probably has That's been out. Saying. I mean, if he shows up in Raw on Monday, I'll be, I'll, be, I'll be looking forward to the match, to be honest. But Scott was on now, and I thought after the first week, once he made the challenge, I thought, right, next week he's going to appear. Then he's no, and he's no. It's almost as if they knew we were guessing it, but we we're also guessing what the main event was going to be this year and how that's going to finish, so I don't understand why they couldn't have just went with this early on. Unless you're right, maybe he's just no responding to it. Just, ima- just imagine he doesn't turn up to Raw and then, and then what? Seen as basically in the front row with popcorn. <laughs> mm-hmm. um, ruining it, ruining the whole entire show. Every match could have been five star, but seen as just like that, let's go, Cena! <laughs> <laughs> I'll, I'm going. To, I'm going to say Undertaker in my pick. Alright, same here. I'm going for Taker to shut up. He'll just he'll beat him with one tombstone and say, "Go away." <laughs> <laughs> I think that, uh, this would be a good hardcore match. Actually, I think that'd be a good way to get a, a good match out of a, a broken Undertaker if his hips still fucked in a way. Do you know? Um, it'll be interesting to see what kind of Taker we get. Please, no American badass like it's like American granddad. <laughs> it's, a, it's just been a weird build. It could have been better, but no. It's like I think on the pod, Clive says it. I asked you, and you said, or I mentioned it. Says would if would I rather see something five years later than it should have took place, or would have not rather seen it at all? I would rather just. I probably would lean to the fact I'd rather see it five years too late than not at all. Like, yeah. but I know I don't I, I don't I don't go into this match with high hopes. I just go into the match just because you know what it's the Undertaker and I like the guy, but I don't have any any like hopes whatsoever of seeing a decent match here. But it would be like it'd be nice to be to be surprised at it, but unlikely. Clive can ask why you're so hating this match. I've just because it's twenty, it's two thousand and eighteen. I don't need to see a Cena who hasn't wrestled a good match since Royal Rumble twenty sixteen, and he was carried in that match with AJ. Undertaker hasn't had a good match in years now. Undertaker kayfabe retired last year. Cena's selfishness and ego leading up to this match is basically de- so desperate to be relevant again that he's calling out someone who retired. Because everyone else has got plans, and people who do have plans aren't big enough for him. I've just went off him entirely, and I don't need to see this match, which with its entrances, all that. This is going to be about 35, 40 minutes on a five, six hour pay per view. I really don't need it, and I don't want it. <laughs> no, at no, all. I actually meant because you were a huge fan of Undertaker back in the day, and I've mentioned about John Cena. Well, well, I am not going to deny I was a massive fan of The Undertaker, but. His story has been told. The book has closed. So you're quite happy for his last match at Mania against Roman Reigns, aren't I? I wasn't. That's a, not a dig at him, I'm just saying. I am because it wasn't the best match ever, but it kind of worked out that he can't cut it in the ring anymore. So it's time to go, and that's what he did in the ring. He put his gloves on the on the floor. 
his hat, his jacket, he's done. If they leave it to the night of the, the show and Undertaker just turns up then, I think he will be the American badass just because a certain kid rock's getting inducted into the Hall of Fame that same night. Well, the night before, but so he'll be there, so I wouldn't be surprised if that happened. I hope you're wrong. <laughs> That's. And then, I really hope you're wrong there. Nate. Kid Rock and Limbiscuit mega band. What will happen? Wigger, is just, just like Wigger, 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 Wigger <laughs> Taker. <laughs> that's what I'm saying. Like, like what John just says, like Biker Taker. Like, no, that's no, that's can't have that. But I think just a quick side question: How the main card last year was that not five hours? Aye, it will be a five hour event again. It was, it was uh, six o'clock I, in the morning or something like that. Almost. No, mate, I'm, no, I'm pretty sure I was upstairs and I went to bed at 20 past five and I remember saying, and I was texting you, Jay, yep. and I remember saying, I'm only going to get two hours sleep because I was going for a train at quarter past seven and I got to work at eight and I don't know, I don't know where, I don't I don't think it will be six hours. I think it will be five or two, maybe a three hour pre-show, but probably a two hour pre-show. Who was saying six hours? Oh, it's going to be a long night, man. I've saw, I've saw, I've saw, a, I've saw a lot on Twitter of people saying it's going to be six hours, and if that's Oof, the case, that's that's, that's finishing six o'clock over here. I know. That'll be Tuesday if they finish it. <laughs> no, seriously, it's you're talking Monday night once you take work and. Even having the day after, I'd struggle to sit through six hours after that. Unless, unless if it is six hours and the actual main card begins at eleven o'clock over here. Which would mean that would be six o'clock over in America, East Coast. Ah, that'd be decent. Because because you can't exactly have a seven o'clock start East Coast and have it finishing at one a.m. But that doesn't. I don't think that would happen if mm. it was going to be six hours. I would just like to think it would be five again. That's what I'm, I think it'll be around about five, five fifteen or something. I can handle five, but six is just crazy. So and the problem is like. Uh, for me, there isn't a single match there on the. Like, I think what's going to be on the main card that I won't want to watch. But I, potentially, I there will be just something will happen that you will get to see the fuller. Like ones you like, it's weird to say, but I suppose you could just pause it if it and come on. But something always happens. You won't get a fuller. I don't think. So Barry and Jr., what is your prediction? It was still on the take last year. Yep. Ah, it's take her one. JR? Uh, take her to win, but uh, Michelle McCool to give Cena uh, a Styles Clash or whatever. Her... <laughs> she had a Styles Clash finishing move, didn't she? Is it her? I think so. No, what will happen is Cena will get the upper hand on Undertaker and then Nathan Jones, the Colossus of Boggle Road, will come down <laughs> uh, and help take her win. Is he not in jail? <laughs> I don't know. I'm sure he got jailed. Is he still alive? <laughs> <laughs> I'm sh- I'm sure I read it somewhere that he was a- he got- he was in jail again. Possibly. Right, AJ Styles versus Shinsuke Nakamura for the WWE title. This has been a bizarre build. It's not really had a build, but things got quite interesting in SmackDown last night, where AJ was showing signs of being a wee bit frantic and panicked and paranoid about facing Nakamura and Nakamura's just saying calm down mate, just calm down uh, and it seems like he's got the emotional, the sort of psychological upper hand over AJ at the moment so it, t- it was an interesting wee turn something you don't really see a lot of um, someone who's just zen like Nakamura 
Um, I'm going to pick AJ to win this though. I don't think I don't think Vince is going to give Nakamura that, tit- that WWE title. I've not given they have to win the match. <laughs> just keep just it such going. Such a pity. Fight forever. I, I, I generally must. Uh, I must be honest. I, I like them that much. It wouldn't bother me who won. I was just. Uh, uh, I don't know. It's, it's hard to pick, you know. So that's the one I definitely won't be deciding on the night. Right. So you're leaving your prediction blank for the moment, then. Ah, just there's no point. I could maybe just say any anyway, anyway, but there's no point. I don't. I can't really say it myself on MD, so I'll mm. leave it blank. Yeah. The thing about Nakamura is he looks so fucking cool when he's got a title belt, so he needs to win this. Um, <laughs> but like... they fucking the last match. Um, I think the year before was fucking amazing. A really really good match, possibly five star. Um, give them all the time they want I don't care if it fucking makes the event longer like I would like these guys to get 30 minutes to show you like what Nakamura is fully capable of you know I don't think we've seen it all yet he has been holding back so I really want him to go for it so Nakamura to win Ricky Sorry, I'm going to go Nakamura to win as well. Um, I agree with John Ross. I, th- I expect at least 25 minutes to be given to them, and that's 25 minutes of match, not not including uh, uh, entrance. Um, this, I know we've said it quite a bit that that could be match of the night, but I think this probably is going to be the match of the night. I hope so. Uh, um, like this is just like just John Ross says it. We. What you saw of Nakamura in New Japan, the only, the closest thing you probably will see to it and have seen to it was the first match he had with Sammy. He had a couple of decent matches with Bobby Roode, but since the Sami Zayn... Right. Like, but I think, like, like John Ross said, I think they're going to get 25 minutes and I think they're just going to go all out and I'm expecting an absolute five-star classic. Um, it really, for me, this... If it's not match of the night, then I will be kind of disappointed in it because I've got such high expectations for it. Um, but I, I'm, I'm absolutely steadfast that, in my opinion, that um, Nakamura is going to win. Like I'm convinced about that. I reserve my right to change my mind later on, but I don't know. I, I think just... we all do. Oh, I, I, all everything is. I mean, the go home shows shows could change everything. So, but I'm sticking with AJ. I think they're going to keep AJ on SmackDown. <clears throat> see what where, happens. Where do, you, where do you think this match will... What, 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 where's, what slot do you think this will go? Because I, th- I also think there's an outside chance they might let this open, but I wouldn't. No, I don't think they will. Third, third from last, please. Third from last, last. That would be a good spot. And then, because you, you definitely don't want to be second from last. You don't want to be doing two world titles next to each mm-hmm. other. Like you want a space, you want something fun in between, in between the, all I of think, them. I think the women's battle royal could go second from last. That's a possibility as well. I like that idea. As long as it's fun, it needs to be fun. Or like, fun and, or and over in like eleven minutes. Fun or dramatic with Sasha and Bailey uh, being the last two left. 
Um, ah, it's a tough one. But the, the build was intriguing this week, I must say. Sorry, last week. Need to keep remembering that. So, lastly, we've made it to the end, traps. Um, match number 14, which will be the main event. To anyone who says otherwise, Roman said it himself a couple of weeks ago, even though technically being on WrestleMania is the main event. It doesn't matter where, because that's what Vince wants you to believe. But this will close the show. Roman Reigns versus Bork Lesnar. Um it's been a good build it's been a hell of a lot better of a build than their, 20, their Wrestlemania 31 build a um, couple of wee glitches here and there but it's been decent most of it I think Brock's had the upper hand a bit too often in the last couple of weeks hopefully that's changed this week um, but I can't see I really I said earlier on tonight in fact they need to get the title home so I'm going for a Roman win Ricky yeah, like, um, this for me is the most obvious uh, outcome of any match. Um, I'm, like I say, the, the match they had a few years back was absolutely excellent, and then with yeah. Seth cashing in, just made it that little bit much better. So I'm expecting a real good match, sort of physical, just sort of like both of them just like fattering lumps out of one another. Um, the build itself, it's been, it's been good, but also quite obvious in the sense that they're playing on the fact that what everyone says Brock's part time doesn't care blah 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 so they're just basically getting Roman saying what we're thinking in the hope of getting Roman more over whatever but um, I have enjoyed the build the build's been good but it's definitely going to close this match and Roman is definitely going to win Barry yep um, definitely will close the, the pay per view um, as much as I'm not Roman's biggest fan. It'll be refreshing to have the title back competing on Raw every single week rather than just on a part time basis. Um, and the feud is, I'm usually not like the feud, but I've quite liked the last couple of weeks yet, to be honest with you. I've enjoyed some of the, the violence. It's been pretty, pretty um, solid stuff. Uh, Roman's few weeks on his um, promos. It was actually a lot better on the mic. Um, as far as I'm, um, as far as I believe, it's true. John Zena wrote both his promos, as far as I'm aware. Uh, so that's why it came across far better than normal. Um, Roman's first two. Aye. Oh, I, I've never heard that. That's quite surprising. I didn't realise it. I didn't know that. All oh, right. Uh, I thought you might have known that. No, I didn't know that. Um, I read it somewhere online. It was a fairly good source, and somebody else at my work mentioned it to me themselves. So uh, I just should you know that. But uh, it could be believable, I suppose, because it did sort of just come from nowhere. He's because um, he was always struggled on the mic and stuff. So I, I was quite surprised myself when he, he managed to pull them off pretty good. So. Anyway, no distraction for the fact the title's coming home on a weekly basis. Like, the, the first match was great. Um, obviously, it topped off with Seth cashing in, but I enjoyed the brutality of the first match. Uh, so, it will actually have to go some to live up to that, is the only unfortunate thing, but it will be fortunate at the same time if it does live up to that, and even better. But Roman for the win, and the match will be on last as well. Let's see. JR, what do you think about this one? Mm, I've been looking forward to this for a wee while. I think we could have had it at SummerSlam, in all honesty. Aye. Um, I think I think that's where we should have got it. But, yeah, we're getting it. 
as uh, Ricky said, fantastic match. The last time they did it, it was brutal. We got to see some blood. That's fun. Let's see some more blood. Let's see some brutal stuff happening. And uh, let's get that fucking title off uh, Brock Lesnar. Roman's kind of surprising, and it's a surprising angle that they're coming at this at. Like, Roman is pretty much just everybody, like, the way that they feel about Brock Lesnar. That's what he's explaining in his promos. You know, you're just fucking, like, some selfish prick. You know what I mean? It's all about you. That's the way that everybody feels about him now. I mean, I think one of the main reasons why Heyman's promos haven't had so much of an impact is because the Brock Lesnar experiment with making him this unbeatable monster is it's just run its course. It's, it's boring, do you know what I mean? So they'll have a good match, but I'm just ready to see Brock Lesnar go away for a wee while. Come back in a couple of years. Don't come back at all. That, that's that's the other big thing. Like, what, is he coming back or is he not? And to, and I think, as Clive just says, I don't think many people give a shit either way. Like, they just don't care anymore. Um, so, but like, um, like, I completely agree with JR as well. It's going to be a real, real good match. If there's a bit of blood, or, I don't know if there will be a bit of blood, but I expect it to be some sort of some some decent spots, maybe a big spot, a table spot, or something. But it's just going to be a real. It's just going to be a brawl. An absolute um, brawl. I think it'll be some sort of no-holds-barred match. Uh, apparently, New Orleans have banned blood in their pro wrestling or something. So the, I don't think there will be blood. I don't know if that's just a crazy sort of random news story, but... Aye, but if they cut, like, they cut them really... Hardly. Like, they, they, you can't, I mean, and, and, and it's not intentional, it's not blading, then that's allowed. Like, they'll have to start the match, but that, that won't stop the impact of it. Because uh-huh. if you go back to um, Samoa Joe versus uh, Finn Balor, yeah. like, that enhanced the match. The fact that the ref had to keep coming in and Big fucking, time, big time. So something like that, that could work. But... Uh, I would, I would love that the, the, the intensity of these guys sorry I'm gushing over how much how much I'm looking forward to it now Aye, I think the, the match itself will be good the build for this has been really good compared to a few of the other builds overall it's been a questionable some matches haven't even been confirmed yet but I think I'm going to make a right bold claim here gentlemen that this will be my favourite Wrestlemania has been for years now Wrestlemania 19 I think this might not top it, but this will be the next best one. Wild claim. Bold, bold predictions. Yeah. Um, beca- oh, right, but... Because WrestleMania 19 had those five matches that could have been the main event. There's There are a good four or five here that could be the main event, so hopefully it all depends on the match order as well. I hope they knock it out of the park. And it's up there with WrestleMania 19. About a wild claim, as I said, but... Hopefully that happens. On on face value, I can't argue mm-hmm. with that. Saying like that is like when you look at that, this is the we say that we've live we live in a golden age of wrestling. Is that not fucking proof? Right there, this could be it, the proof. Uh-huh. I would like to think just because the, the build's not been the greatest. Sometimes you find that the build's not great as long as they pull the pay per view off excellently. Then I'm all for that. Just another thing with Roman, um, if he closes the event, actually, it's an RB fact I've found out over the last few weeks, if he does close the event, 
he'll only be the second guy after Hulk Hogan to win the final match at four successive WrestleManias. There you go. This might have been a question I could say, I've just ruined. <laughs> uh, well, I don't think, I think it might even be topped again next year. Well, again, you reckon, aye? Aye. Well, if, they go, if, they go, if, they go, if they go with Daniel Bryan one. Mm-hmm. Aye, aye, sure. Daniel Bryan in that other match you said, Ronda versus Asuka. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Fuck me, man. <laughs> That's Think a year. I'll bet this one, That's a year is, that, is it New York next year? Uh, New, York. New Jersey. New Jersey. Or New Jersey. Oh, it's what, it's, um, uh, it's, what, it's uh, Giant Stadium, isn't it? Oh wow! Is it the one that was twenty nine? Was that? Mm-hmm. Uh, East Rutherford, so mm-hmm. Giant Stadium. Um, but overall, man, um, I'm kind of, I'm not kind of, I'm really, really excited about WrestleMania. Like, honestly, like see outside maybe maybe the two battle royal matches, there isn't a match that I'm not excited about, and I couldn't, I, I, I didn't even feel like that last year. So, really looking forward to it, to be honest. I think it's going to be a right good show, a real good show. Just hope, just hope. I, I, I suppose the big thing is, we all say it, like, each match, you want to be given a certain amount of time, but I think specific matches need that certain amount of time. Um, and that's what's going to be key. Like, I, I'm going to be Barry, I don't care if it goes five and a half or six hours, as long as basically some of these matches get the time that they need. I would actually say I was more pumped, strangely enough, for last year's at this point in time. Obviously, we've still got a couple of weeks away, but that can be a good thing because there was some flaws about last year's as well that didn't live up to its expectations. So hopefully this one, they, they pull it right out of the bag because it's got potential to be one of the greatest. Mm-hmm. Good stuff. So we're leaving on a positive note then. Fantastic. Um, just a wee note about the actual scores of the predictions. JR is on 73. This is leading up to WrestleMania. JR's on 73. Barry is on 95. Ricky is on 96. And I am on 102. Before Fastlane, there was a wager set up between JR and myself where JR was pretty sure that Rusev and Nakamura would get four stars. Am I right? Four stars, JR? Four, four stars or higher if they got, what was it, more than 15 minutes? Uh huh. But did they get more than 15 minutes? I see off the top of my head, I don't know. I mean, talk, talk, talk about it, I'll Google it, I'll Google it. Let's you, you, I was just in a verse doing that, I know. <laughs> because basically I said, if it gets 3.75 stars and over from Mr Meltzer, I will take 5 points off my score, but it only got 3.5 stars, so I didn't take 5 points off my score. Jason, it was your... I've I've got it here, but I'll let you have a look yourself to announce it because if what I see is right, it's unreal. I never said that I was taking points off, but okay. I said I would take points off. But so you, but you get three point five stars. So that means that you keep your points. Well done. Thank you. Is that I what you were ha- looking for? You were just waiting for me to congratulate you there, weren't you? No, it's <laughs> because uh, we had left the listeners who pay attention to the Predictions League on a cliffhanger and they had to be kept up to date. <laughs> That's all. I could see. I'm glad that you waited until I came back on to do that. That was that was nice. Thank you. You're nice sometimes. <laughs> you cheeky <laughs> man, you. Can I just add to it? Add some sickening news. The match, according to 
Wikipedia actually lasted 14 minutes 50 seconds <laughs> my pride is intact <laughs> that's true well that's right I know they, they went an extra 20 seconds man they went up uh-huh. <laughs> I feel I feel yeah. half star the one, the one that I la- watched had some lag on the network so it was actually 15 minutes and 1 second so there we go <laughs> right well we finish with a quiz for this evening Mm-hmm. Yay. Okay, here we go. Here's some music for you. It's fucking quiz time with Ricky and Clive and friends. A fucking WWE quiz. Okay, I believe Ricky has a, funnily enough, a WrestleMania themed quiz for us this week. Ricky, would you like to explain the rules and so on and so forth? Yeah, um, so it's the same rules as usual. Uh, you need to buzz in. I have... I kind of got carried away. Uh, I have 14 questions. Um, oh, fucking hell, mate. Such a random number. Um, 14 <laughs> matches, so 14 questions. Right. Yep. How many fucking tiebreakers have you got? <laughs> just a quick reminder. 14, just in case. So, right. Hold on a wee second, Ricky. A, a quick reminder that my buzzer is oh it's true That's it's damn true uh, Barry's buzzer is it's me it's me it's BSE and JR's is oh boy <laughs> right on you go right here we go who did the Undertaker beat in his first match to begin the streak it's me it's me it's BSE mm-hmm I'm just going to ask something first. Is it, do you mean when they were starting to class it as the... Is that the trick question? To class it as the streak? Or just first ever made a match? When I, well, I, when they first classed it as a streak. <clears throat> Alright, I don't know then. Well, well, I wouldn't say not like his first ever Mania match, so technically that's when the streak did start. Alright, So when, cool. he, when he went to right. 1-0. Okay, Jimmy Snicker. The murderer himself, correct? <laughs> anyway, moving on. Was it one of the No, not at all. The first few questions are about Undertaker right now. The question number two. During his entire run in the streak, who has the Undertaker, Undertaker beaten the most? Oh, it's me. It's uh, Oh, it's true. It's damn true. <laughs> <laughs> Go on. Triple H. Correct. Oh, fucking, I knew that. Bastard. So did I just got there first. <laughs> Right. <clears throat> Who interfered in the no DQ match that Undertaker had with Ric Flair at WrestleMania? Oh. <laughs> <laughs> Who the fuck was it? I put. I put. I, I don't. Uh, just to give you just somewhat. It's a, it's a bit of a hint, but it's not really. I put this in for comedy reasons. <laughs> it's like. It's like I don't oh boy! Was it on Eugene? No. It's just it's like it's like, it's like an ongoing joke bit where we have in this pod. Pass. I don't it's good, know. But some of his that he got his head tonight. So <laughs> his first and second name begin with the same letter. A vowel. <laughs> no, he did not. Oh, it's true. It's damn true. Go on, Arn Anderson. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> no way. I can't remember that right. at all. 
So the o- again, Undertaker related. The only DQ victory the Undertaker has in his streak and came against who? DQ victory. Yep. Um. Oh, it's true. It's damn true. Yep. Is it Giant Gonzalez? Correct. Oh yeah. Oh. So the current scores are Clive has three, Barry has one, and John Ross you have none. How many world title matches have taken place during the streak? Oh Jesus God, man! Well, world. <laughs> oh boy. World, sorry, two seconds. World WWE title. Right, whatever. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yep. Oh, oh boy, three. Correct. Well done. Well done. Question, question number six. Name each of those opponents. Oof. Yeah. Oh boy. Mm-hmm. Oh. Psycho. Wait, wait, what? What? Oh, I thought you were bus up. Oh, it's true. It's damn true. <laughs> mm-hmm. Psycho said. Mm-hmm. Dave Bautista. Mm-hmm. Rated R superstar Adam Copeland. Edge. Correct. 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 So currently, Clive, you're on four, and the other two gentlemen is on one. Okay. Mm-hmm. So now we finally move past the Undertaker questions. <laughs> Name the last five WrestleMania venues. Oh, well, night-night, guys. And if you can have it in order if he's want, it doesn't make a difference. Oh, boy. Go on. Right, so last year was you, you, in you, you, the Citrus Bowl, then you, the year before that was Dallas, the year before that was Santa Clara, the year before that was New Orleans, the year before that was that fucking giant stadium. Correct. <laughs> Autism. Did you say the, did you say the did giant pass? stadium or the giants stadium? Oh, fuck off! <laughs> no, no. Oh, right. I seen you. I see you the, on the fucking mic. The first ever WrestleMania took place at which ve- keyword being venue, not city venue. It's me. It's me. It's BSE. Mhm. Madison Square Garden. Correct. So. Clive, you're on four and the other two gentlemen are on... Uh, sorry, you're on four and the other gentlemen are on two. Name the last... Sorry, it's only been four. Name the four winners of the Andre the Giant Battle Royal from the first winner to the fourth in order. Oh, it's... Oh, boy. True, it's oh. <laughs> oh, that was close. It's up to you, Ricky. In the spirit of fair competition, let one of the other guys go. Okay. John Ross uh, the first uh, can't to win it was Cesaro yeah mm-hmm. the second guy to win it was the big show mm-hmm. the third guy to win it was Baron Corbin mm-hmm. and then the fourth one was Mongo Rolly <laughs> correct and, and that was the history of the Andre Giant Memorial <laughs> Battle Royale ok again this doesn't need to be in order but name the last three people who have left WrestleMania as the Intercontinental Champion. It needs to be an order, did you say? It doesn't, it doesn't need to be an oh, order. It doesn't, right, right. Oh, it's true, it's damn true. Oh, it's true, it's damn true. On you go. Dean Ambrose. Mm-hmm. Zack Ryder. Mm-hmm. Daniel Bryan. Correct. Oh, fuck, yeah. So, well score done. update, Clive's on five, John Ross is on three, and Barry's on two. Okay. Okay. Here we go. Who 
who were the special guest referees in the main event at WrestleMania 1? Hmm. And um, if you only guess one, I'll give you a point. Oh boy. Mm -hmm. Mr. T? No, he was in the match. Uh, It's me, it's me, it's B-A-Z. Yep. I know one anyway. Well, I think I do. Muhammad Ali. Correct. Do you want to hazard a guess at the other one? Cindy Lauper. <laughs> I was going to say, it's, I think it is a woman, but I... I uh, is that a woman? <laughs> no, it's not a woman. Nah, well, I don't... I, I would have probably guessed Cindy Lauper as well, because I remember her at that, so... Uh, no, I'll give, I don't know. I'll give, I'll give you a clue. The first three letters of his first name are the same as his surname. <laughs> is, it, is it uh, <laughs> is it Marky Mark from New Kids on the Block what <laughs> <laughs> oh it's true it's damn true yes I, oh fuck I've got I don't know somebody say Darn Anderson I'm going to guess that <laughs> no I don't know the answer did, did you did... I don't think I've ever seen this like uh, I tried to watch WrestleMania um, one and it was just no <laughs> just no he, he's I think he's I'm pretty sure let me see he's still I'm pretty certain he's, he's still involved in a backstage role oh uh, what was the clue actually was what it Pat Patterson his, correct correct aye right here we go so currently it is Clive with six yep and the other two gentlemen you both have three. True or false? Triple H has faced all members of Evolution at one point at WrestleMania. Whether it be in a tag match, singles match. Oh boy! That's not true. That is correct. Because he never faced Ric Flair. Can I get that as a bonus point? Nope. <laughs> <Bastards>. <laughs> right, so who won the Money in the Bank match at WrestleMania 26? Oh, it's true. It's damn true. Go on. Rob Van Dam. Wrong. It's me, it's me, it's me, On you go. Jake Swagger. Correct. I was, I got mixed up. <laughs> Big time. Jake Swagger. I was thinking <laughs> 2006. We, we moved to the final question. Jackie but, Swagger. But, Clive, you are this week's winners, but I'll, I'll ask you those, the final question. I actually might just give you a bonus 10 points for this question. <laughs> <laughs> no, I won't, I won't, I won't, I won't. Yeah, like, just to screw fucking That was that week I got screwed it, wasn't it? just made these points up anyway. Brock, Brock Lesnar has had seven matches at WrestleMania. What is, <laughs> what is his win-loss record? It's me, it's me, it's B-A-Z. Yes. Four wins, three losses. Correct. Does a loss count if you weren't pinned? Well, he technically lost in match, didn't he? Yeah, he lost that. Okay, I'm just being a bit pedantic. Okay. Then that concludes this week's quiz. Good night. Thank you, that was a good quiz. We we all did well with the answers there, but it was still a nice wee trip down memory lane, even though I have no memory at all of there being celebrity referees in that match. Uh, that concludes 
we finally got there, the WrestleMania preview and prediction show. That was a long one. A few technical difficulties along the way as well, but we're here. Um, as I have said a few times now, this has been recorded a week before. Hopefully the guys from One Nation Radio and the likes and SMC can cover the week of leading up to WrestleMania. So you can catch Rich and James on One Nation Radio and One Nation Live. You've got Carl, Rance and Caleb on the SMC Wrestling Podcast and for all your New Japan stuff, you've got Jeremy and Josh on Keeping It Strong Style. Make sure to check the Wrestling Squared Circle Facebook group. Also, make sure you rate and review the podcast at five and a half stars on all your podcasting apps. I think that's it. Follow us at Ricky and Clive on Twitter. Ricky, have you got anything you want to plug? Yeah, I want to give a shout out. If he's also can you just listen out and download uh, Jordan Fox's podcast, which is the Good Brothers Wrestling Podcast, and I would also like to congratulate Jordan Fox. He became a publicist for the IWR wrestling promotion. Um, he should be travelling around cities like New York, Boston, LA, etc. So it's a pretty good gig. And shout out to him and follow him guys on Twitter and Facebook. Uh, and that was Jordan Fox. Is that the Oklahoma? Promotion, yes, good stuff. So he's done well. He's done well, but um, yep, just a shout out to everyone on social networks and everyone just to enjoy WrestleMania. Barry, any shout outs? Um, yeah, shout out to Kurt Curtis Henning, Mister Perfect, who would have been sixty today actually. So right. Happy birthday! I uh, hope everybody enjoys Mania. It should be good. I'm looking forward to it. I'll be off the next day. I'll be watching the aftermath of Raw as well so um, enjoy everybody and we'll see you soon hopefully JR Hi thanks for having us back on really <laughs> enjoyed it good no specific shout outs okie doke well let's call it quits at just over the two hour mark thank you for listening and enjoy Wrestlemania as much as you are allowed to it better be good you fucking better listening Oh, I, I meant to say Dolph Ziggler's going to interfere in the AJ versus Nakamura match and ruin the... No! He is. Die. Night, night, everyone. The fact that you thought that and said it... It's going to happen. Die. Dolph Ziggler's going to sabotage the whole WrestleMania. On that note... Very to you if that happens. Night, night, everyone. Take care. Good night. Take care, guys. Good night. Good night. Thank you for listening to the Ricky and Clive Wrestling Podcast. We'll see you next time. See you next time.